Stupid Show, April 29, 2018. What do you know? What do you say? 7.09 a.m. Driving with me in my car right now. Manorville, New York, heading to Eastport to go to Pete's Bagels in Eastport. Get the Fachi wife and the two kids some bagels. It's our bagel store. And you've been listening to Driving with Joe since we started last August. You know, whenever I go here, I pray to God. I don't get the speckled butter kid. So hopefully that's not what's going to happen today. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. We're going to wrap up the local teams, the Jets and the Giants, and their NFL draft. It's now done. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. and Let's talk about who we have for each team and what's going on. Let's start with those the Giants. The blue and white all buttoned up. Let's talk about them because as much as it kills me to say it, As much as it absolutely kills me to say it, the Giants had the better draft. But guess what? Listen, as much as we're in competition with the Giants, we are, but we aren't. All right? We're in competition with them for the back page. It's not like they're in our division. All right? They're not the Dolphins. They're not the Patriots. But uh, they continue to rub us the wrong way. So let's start with those New York Giants. They absolutely had a great draft. And again, it kills me to say, you start with Barkley, obviously, the crown jewel. So now Barkley, Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Eli Manning, who never gets hurt. He only doesn't start, you know, when the GM and the ownership have no balls and you got a head coach making the, making the calls in the McAdoo-Doo. It's the only time he didn't start. So that's why McAdoo's gone. Scapegoat. He sucked anyway. But that's neither here nor there. This draft, they went out and they got Barkley. Some people wanted Sam Darnold. It's funny. You talk to the Giant fans, and they wanted Sam Darnold. They wanted Darnold. And you know what? They got Barkley. They're going to be very happy with Barkley. Very, very happy with Barkley. And I'm telling you, the moves and the draft picks that the Giants made, the Giants are ready to go. The Giants are going to have a very interesting, competitive camp. The second pick... They get that guard, Will Hernandez, out of UTEP. And I got to tell you, okay, some people even thought he was a first-round pick. So, right there, you get to him in the second round, great value. A lot of you heard Gettleman talk about it yesterday. He's very happy with the draft, although I like the guy's honesty. I hate the Giants, but I like Gettleman. And Gettleman's like, hey, what GM has ever stood here in front of these mics and said they draft crappy? Then give me a break. Okay, no one's going to say that. But Hernandez, great pick. He's going to slide in. Do not be surprised. Will Hernandez is going to be a starter. Will Hernandez will start at one of those guard spots, no doubt about it. Lorenzo Carter, the outside linebacker from Georgia. Again, okay, a lot of Georgia draft picks this year, especially high. And why not? Great program. Those kids are playing in big games. So it makes sense. Lorenzo Carter is good. Good pass rusher. We'll see how he sits in the 3-4 scheme. Okay, they need linebackers with that scheme, so he'll be just fine. B.J. Hill out of NC State, D-tackle. Okay, a lot of, lot of bodies at the D-tackle spot. Okay, and that interior defensive lineman for the New York Giants. So let's see what's going to happen. Let's see, you know, do they break camp? Is a guy like Damon Harrison, does Snacks make the team? Does he make the team? We're going to have to ch- ch- take a look at that salary cap. Does it make more sense for them to get rid of a Damon Harrison? I'll take him back to the Jets. I'll take Snacks back. Should never let him go. And they get their quarterback. He's not Sam Donald, but he's, you know, Kyle Lawletta from Richmond. 
Being the guy is 6'3", 222. If you're going to take a quarterback that late, take a guy with size and arm, and they got him. So, you know, is he going to be the next best thing? Who the hell knows? The quarterbacks are crap shoots rounds one through seven. Nobody really knows. But, you know, when you're picking late as a quarterback, like I said, you got to go size and you got to go arm, and he's got it. And then R.J. McIntosh from Miami, again, big program there. So, you know, mostly big programs. They didn't really go too all over the map. McIntosh, again, another D-tackle. So, away you go. The Giants are filling up big bodies. Like Gettleman said, they got big butts. They got big butts, and they cannot lie. So, there you go. The Giants, they got their playmaker in Barkley. They addressed one of the starting offensive line positions. Will Hernandez goes right to guard. I think he's going to be very good. Lorenzo Carter, nice little pass rusher outside linebacker from Georgia. He will start right away in that 3-4 scheme. And then the D tackles, whether it's B.J. Hill from NC State or McIntosh from Miami later on in the draft or Harrison or this guy or that guy, that's got to shake it out during camp. We'll see what happens. And Lawletta is just going to be third-string quarterback. So away it goes. You know, the Giants also with additions like Nate Solder and on and on we go. That team's going to look completely different, completely different. They went from shambles to now, you know, a real, real contender to give the Eagles a run for their money in the NFC East. Now let's talk about our New York Jets. The Jets mess. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that at some point in my lifetime, they will no longer be the Jets mess. And they'll just go back to the gangrene machine. And what does the gangrene machine do? They draft Sam Darnold number three. And listen, I've already talked about this on the Jets post-draft breakdown when we just did the Jets. And I got to tell you, it's been a few days now since the first pick. It's Sunday. All right? It's not Friday morning. It's not Thursday night after they picked Darnold. Let me tell you something. First things first. And I said this on the breakdown. When a guy like Troy Aikman, a Hall of Fame quarterback, who I respect not just as a quarterback, but also, don't forget, he's been doing TV, and he's been doing his analysis for years. And he says, Sam Darnold is the number one on his list. You know what? It made me feel better Thursday night, and it makes me feel better every day. And you know what also makes me feel better? The fact that Josh Rosen sounds like a complete asshole every time he opens his mouth, no matter whether it's, the day of the draft, the day after the draft in Arizona, he did an interview with Colin Coward. This guy sounds like a complete freaking wet behind the ears, millennial, mommy's still wiping his ass. And you know what? Oh, well, I got an opinion, so I'm right. Shut the fuck up. Let me tell you something. You're a grown man, and I don't care what age you are. You're a grown man making millions of dollars, supposed to be the face of the franchise. Can you get your shit together? It's not about being more honest. Oh, well, I'm honest. What are you, 12 years old? You ever have a teenager in your house? Oh, well, it's not a lie. Yeah, it's not a lie. It doesn't mean you're not being a dick. Shut up. So every time Josh Rosen opens his mouth, I get a little closer to buying myself a Sam Donald jersey. I got to be honest with you. Now, does that change the fact that I think Rosen's ready? If you put them both in the game today, I actually think Josh Rosen's going to outplay Sam Donald. I do. And you saw that in the senior game. You've seen that in games when they've gone against each other. I'm telling you right now, if that happens today, April 29th, Josh Rosen will win that game, given equal equal weapons around him. There is no doubt in my mind. Now, does that say Sam Donald sucks? No. Does that say that the Jets made a bad pick? No, it doesn't. 
Okay, I would have thought Rosen at three. We all wanted Mayfield, but like I said in the Jets draft recap, we can't cry over spilled milk. The Cleveland Browns went and got Mayfield. And if anything, the Browns getting Mayfield and not picking Barkley suggests to me that they know for a fact that Mayfield was not going to be there at number four, which means they knew the Jets were all in on Baker Mayfield. And if they knew that, then Mikey Mack and everybody else, for me as a Jet fan, they're doing something right because they're on the same page. If they got it. The Cleveland Browns thinking you're going to take Mayfield at three, which we should have, which would have been a no-brainer and would have energized the fan base. No one's going to energize the fan base like Baker Mayfield here in New York. Nobody. Sam Donald, Josh Rosen, I don't care. Okay? It's not it, – nobody's going to energize us like Baker Mayfield. We love that type of attitude, that win at all, all costs. We love that, especially as Jeff fans. We want that. We want a guy with a little bit of swagger, you know. But at the same point, he went first. Nothing we can do. You want to trade next year's first also? Next year's first and second to move up to number one overall? Don't be surprised if those conversations come out now in the last few weeks that the Browns were looking to move the first pick. And they, you know who they're calling first, the Jets. Hey, you really want Mayfield? You got to give us this, 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 and this. And we're not one guy away from winning. You know, even the Giants, who had a worse season last year, they're more of a win-now team, not just because of the moves they made. They had their record last year because of injuries and shitty coaching. We have shitty coaching, but we also don't have that good players. We don't. We, we, we flat out don't. But let's talk about the draft after Darnold because we did start getting some players, although some of the stuff, again, I'm going to have to hate on. As a typical Jeff Banks, I can't explain any of this shit. So Sam Darnold I'm okay with. And like I said, I've become a Sam Donald fan each and every day now going forward past the draft. I'm all in. Guys, he's our quarterback, right? It's like, hey, if you voted for Hillary, don't cry about it. Trump's your president. Last time I checked, we're all here in the United States of America. Last time I checked, Jeff fans, we're all here rooting for the jersey. So let's go all in, okay, and pump up our boy Sammy D. Now, the second pick, which is our third round pick, in Nathan Shepard. I love the story. The guy, you know, he's got this whole background, blue-collar kid. I love it. D-tackle out of Fort Hayes State. Uh, you know, I like drafting guys from big, big schools that play in big games. Fort Hayes State, and the guy is 25 years old. And then the MO on him is that, Bowles is saying that he thinks he's going to be more ready than people are saying, but a lot of people are saying he's not ready. Well, if you're not ready at 25, why am I drafting you in the third round? Why am I? He's a big bastard. Nathan Shepard is a big, mean bastard. And if they can get him ready and get him on the field, okay, you're going to see Nathan Shepard making some plays. You will. You absolutely will. Just third round, I thought it was a little bit of a reach. I know some people had him marked in the second. So how can you say he's a reach? I don't know, man. It goes back to me. You wait. You pick Sam Donald. You're hopefully going to get your franchise quarterback. You wait all the way to the third round, and you get a guy out of Fort Hayes State who's 25 years old and a D-tackle, and, you know, people are split on if he's ready or not to start. Ah, it, it just – that was a little concerning. Next pick, Chris Herndon. Herndon, the tight end from Miami. We need a tight end. Okay. The guy doesn't wow me. I think he'll be serviceable. Okay, Perry Nickerson, you know there was no way Bulls was going through this draft without drafting a corner. I'm surprised he didn't draft like three safeties. 
Perry Nickerson out of Tulane, he's all right. He's small, though. He's small, 5'10". You know, they say his hands are a little small. Here we go. Here we go. Small hands. But Perry Nickerson, again, Tulane corner. You know, if you're going to get a guy, when you get to those later rounds, I want someone who has fallen. Tulane's not a bad school, but you know what? I want somebody who's got who's got the size, who's got the speed. Give me some some piece of their game that's just better than third and second rounders when you're picking in the fourth and fifth and sixth. You know, and I don't see that here. I don't see that with this pick, Perry Nickerson. You know, he's going to be a regular, typical nickel guy. Let's see. They say he's he's pretty bad. You know, he's not that great in coverage. He's fast. All right, he's fast. I mean, if you can't cover anyone, what does it matter? And you're 5'10". And I go by the old Bill Parcells, you know, when he used to talk about Ray Mickens. If you're going to be that small, you better be the best. Because if you're, if you're small and you're not the best, then all you are is small. And it's true when it comes to corners. And that's what he used to always say when it came to corners and D-backs. If you're small, but you're not the best, then all you are is small. And Perry Nickerson's not the best corner. So I don't understand what we're doing. I would have much liked an offensive lineman in that spot. They go Fatukase. Next, the D tackle out of UConn, all right. Six four, three eighteen. The size is there, which goes back to what I'm saying. If you're gonna pick that late, if you're gonna go with a team, a college like a Tulane, a UConn, get guys with size. So they did that. So they did what I wanted them to do the pick before. They get Fularunzo Fatukase. D-tackle UConn 6'4", 318. Okay, guys, let's face it. Later on in the draft, and even this draft anyway, it's like buying horses. You ever go to a horse auction? Oh, look at this horse. Oh, here's his genetics. Here's the father. Here's the mother of the horse. Oh, look at him. Look at the sway back. Look at the legs. All right, you know what? I think he's going to run fast. I think he's going to win some races. He's going to win some horse races. Maybe we get a shot at something good. His lineage says this could be a derby champion, so let me go spend a million dollars on him. That's what this is. This is what the NFL draft is. You know, and if you play in bigger schools, at least there's a few more of those horse races you've been in. But guys, when it gets down to the sixth, seventh round, that's all it is. It's, it's, it's a horse auction. You know, do they look the part? That's what it is. Last pick, Trenton Cannon from Virginia State running back. Uh, you know, Jet fans think Elijah, Edi Maguire, but faster. You know, so, and there you go. And there you go, that's a draft. If I had to give a grade, everyone's about their draft grades. First of all, let me tell you something. Mel Kuyper has, Mel Kuyper's a joke. You listen to Mel Kuyper on anything. Yeah, he's got no credibility. The whole stories that came out with him getting money, you know, for, for bumping people up in the draft, everything else. I watch the NFL Network. Todd McShay, Rich Eisen, the whole thing. Still challenging Rich, Rich Eisen to a 40-yard dash. We'll get in the suits. I'll beat you, Rich. You suck. Now, uh, with that said, Giants, I give them, I give them an A-, honestly, on their draft. Jets, I give them maybe a B, just because I don't understand the, uh, the Shepard pick. I don't understand the Nickerson pick. You know, the Giants going all the way down. You, you can make a case. They got their first three picks of starters. Their first three picks of starters. I'm looking at the Jets draft right now. 
Donald's not going to start. Nathan Shepard, they say, he's not going to start. Chris Herndon, the tight end for Miami, not going to start. Perry Nickerson, not going to start. Fularonzo Fatukasi, D-tackle, not going to start. Trenton Cannon, running back, not going to start. So the only thing Trenton Cannon may start at is a uh, kick returner. So, you know, I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't really love this draft by the Jets. I can't give them an A. No way. And, you know, I think I just talked myself into probably giving them a C plus after a B. But it all, it's all going to come down to Darnold. This is the Darnold draft, you know, and typical Jets, if they get maybe one other guy out of this, that's somewhat serviceable, fine. You want to run the Nathan Shepard, uh, you know, bandwagon. You want to get on that. Maybe he gives you something. But that's it. I mean, really, look at this. You know, and to do the same thing. So, Jets, again, you know, yeah, let's go C+. Plus. Donald I'm okay with. He's not going to start. Nathan Shepard, Chris Herndon, Perry Nickerson, Fatukasi, and Cannon, all non-starters. So, the entire Jets drafted a bunch of non-starters. The Giants, Barkley is their day one starter at running back. Will Hernandez is their day one starter, probably a left guard. Lorenzo Carter is their day one starter outside linebacker. Um, you know, B.J. Hill at D-tackle, R.J. McIntosh later in the draft at D-tackle. They'll be in the mix. Uh, and Lillette is their third string quarterback, which they got later in the draft. So, I mean, it, it's it's a no-brainer who won between both those teams, and it kills me. But you know what? It's all about Sammy D. Okay, you got any of Sonny D? No, I got some of that Sammy D. I'll see you later. Yeah! Driving with Joe, April 29, 2018. What do you know? What do you say? 7.09 a.m. Driving with me in my car right now. Manorville, New York, heading to Eastport to go to Pete's Bagels in Eastport. Get the Fachi wife and the two kids. Some bagels. It's our bagel store. And you've been listening to Driving with Joe since we started last August. You know, whenever I go here, I pray to God I don't get the speckled butter kid. So hopefully that's not what's going to happen today. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. We're going to wrap up the local teams, the Jets and the Giants and their NFL draft. It's now done. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. And let's talk about who we have for each team and what's going on. Let's start with those the Giants. The blue and white, all buttoned up. Let's talk about them because as much as it kills me to say it, as much as it absolutely kills me to say it, the Giants had the better draft. But guess what? Listen, as much as we're in competition with the Giants, we are, but we aren't. All right? We're in competition with them for the back page. It's not like they're in our division. All right? They're not the Dolphins. They're not the Patriots. But, uh... They continue to rub us the wrong way. So let's start with those New York Giants. They absolutely had a great draft. And again, it kills me to say it. You start with Barkley, obviously. The crown jewel. So now Barkley, Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Eli Manning, who never gets hurt. He only doesn't start, you know, when the GM and the ownership have no balls, and you got a head coach making the making the calls in the McAdoo do. It's the only time he didn't start. So that's why McAdoo's gone. Scapegoat. He sucked anyway. But that's neither here nor there. This draft, they went out and they got Barkley. Some people wanted Sam Darnold. It's funny. You talk to the Giant fans, and they wanted Sam Darnold. They wanted Darnold. And you know what? They got Barkley. They're going to be very happy with Barkley. Very, very happy with Barkley. And I'm telling you, the moves and the draft picks that the Giants made, the Giants are ready to go. The Giants can have a very interesting 
competitive camp. The second pick, they get that guard, Will Hernandez, out of UTEP. And I got to tell you, okay, some people even thought he was a first-round pick. So right there, you get him in the second round, great value. A lot of you heard Gettleman talk about it yesterday. He's very happy with the draft. Although I like the guy's honesty. I hate the Giants, but I like Gettleman. And Gettleman's like, hey, what GM has ever stood here in front of these mics and said they draft crappy? Then give me a break. Okay, no one's going to say that. But Hernandez, great pick. He's going to slide in. Do not be surprised. Will Hernandez is going to be a starter. Will Hernandez will start at one of those guard spots, no doubt about it. Lorenzo Carter, the outside linebacker from Georgia. Again, okay, a lot of Georgia draft picks this year, especially high. And why not? Great program. Those kids are playing in big games. So it makes sense. Lorenzo Carter's good. Good pass rusher. We'll see how he sits in the 3-4 scheme. Okay, they need linebackers with that scheme, so he'll be just fine. B.J. Hill out of NC State, D-tackle. Okay, a lot of, lot of bodies at the D-tackle spot. Okay, and that interior defensive lineman for the New York Giants. So let's see what's going to happen. Let's see, you know, do they break camp? Does a guy like David Harrison, does Snacks make the team? Does he make the team? We're going to have to take a look at that salary cap. Does it make more sense for them to get rid of a Damon Harrison? I'll take him back to the Jets. I'll take Snacks back. Should never let him go. And they get their quarterback. He's not Sam Donald, but he's, you know, Kyle Lawletta from Richmond. I mean, the guy's 6'3", 222. If you're going to take a quarterback that late, take a guy with size and arm, and they got him. So, you know, is he going to be the next best thing? Who the hell knows? The quarterback's a crapshoot rounds one through seven. Nobody really knows. But, you know, when you're picking late as a quarterback, like I said, you got to go size and you got to go arm. He's got it. Then R.J. McIntosh from Miami, again, big program there. So, you know, mostly big programs. They didn't really go too all over the map. McIntosh, again, another D tackle. So, away you go. The Giants are filling up big bodies. Like Gettleman said, they got big butts. They got big butts and they cannot lie. So there you go, the Giants. They got their playmaker in Barkley. They addressed one of the starting offensive line positions. Will Hernandez goes right to guard. I think he's going to be very good. Lorenzo Carter, nice little pass rusher outside linebacker from Georgia. He will start right away in that 3-4 scheme. And then the D tackles, whether it's B.J. Hill from NC State or McIntosh from Miami later on in the draft, or Harrison or this guy or that guy, that's got to shake it out during camp. We'll see what happens. And Lawlett is just going to be third-string quarterback. So, away it goes. You know, the Giants also with additions like Nate Solder and on and on we go. That team's going to look completely different. Completely different. They went from shambles to now, you know, a real, real contender to give the Eagles a run for their money in the NFC East. Now let's talk about our New York Jets. The Jets mess. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that at some point in my lifetime, they will no longer be the Jets' mess. And they'll just go back to the gangrene machine. And what does the gangrene machine do? They draft Sam Darnold, number three. And listen, I've already talked about this on the Jets' post-draft breakdown when we just did the Jets. And I got to tell you, it's been a few days now since the first pick. It's Sunday. All right, it's not Friday morning. It's not Thursday night after they picked Darnold. Let me tell you something. First things first, and I said this on the breakdown, when a guy like Troy Aikman, a Hall of Fame quarterback who I respect, not just as a quarterback, but also 
Don't forget, he's been doing TV, and he's been doing his analysis for years. And he says, Sam Darnold is the number one on his list. You know what? It made me feel better Thursday night, and it makes me feel better every day. And you know what also makes me feel better? The fact that Josh Rosen sounds like a complete asshole every time he opens his mouth. No matter whether it's the day of the draft, the day after the draft in Arizona, he did an interview with Colin Coward. This guy sounds like a complete freaking wet behind the ears, millennial, mommy's still wiping his ass. And you know what? Oh, well, I got an opinion, so I'm right. Shut the fuck up. Let me tell you something. You're a grown man, and I don't care what age you are. You're a grown man making millions of dollars, supposed to be the face of the franchise. Can you get your shit together? It's not about being more honest. Oh, well, I'm honest. What are you, 12 years old? You ever have a teenager in your house? Oh, well, it's not a lie. Yeah, it's not a lie. It doesn't mean you're not being a dick. Shut up. So every time Josh Rosen opens his mouth, I get a little closer to buying myself a Sam Donald jersey. I got to be honest with you. Now, does that change the fact that I think Rosen's ready? If you put them both in the game today, I actually think Josh Rosen's going to outplay Sam Donald. I do. And you saw that in senior game. You've seen that in games when they've gone against each other. I'm telling you right now, if that happens today, April 29th, Josh Rosen will win that game given equal, equal weapons around him. There is no doubt in my mind. Now, does that say Sam Donald sucks? No. Does that say that the Jets made a bad pick? No, it doesn't. Okay, I would have thought Rosen at three. We all wanted Mayfield, but like I said in the Jets draft recap, we can't cry over spilled milk. The Cleveland Browns went and got Mayfield. And if anything, the Browns getting Mayfield and not picking Barkley suggests to me that they know for a fact that Mayfield was not going to be there at number four, which means... They knew the Jets were all in on Baker Mayfield, and if they knew that, then Mikey Mack and everybody else, for me as a Jet fan, they're doing something right because they're on the same page. If they got the Cleveland Browns thinking you're going to take Mayfield at three, which we should have, which would have been a no-brainer, would have energized the fan base. No one's going to energize a fan base like Baker Mayfield here in New York. Nobody. Sam Donald, Josh Rosen, I don't care. Okay? It's not – nobody's going to energize us – like Baker Mayfield, we love that type of attitude, that win at all, all costs. We love that, especially as Jeff fans. We want that. We want a guy with a little bit of swagger, you know. But at the same point, he went first. Nothing we can do. You want to trade next year's first also? Next year's first and second to move up to number one overall? Don't be surprised if those conversations come out now in the last few weeks that the Browns were looking to move the first pick. And they, you know who they're calling first, the Jets. Hey, you really want Mayfield? You got to give us this, 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 and this. And we're not one guy away from winning. You know, even the Giants, who had a worse season last year, they're more of a win-now team, not just because of the moves they made. They had their record last year because of injuries and shitty coaching. We have shitty coaching, but we also don't have that good players. We don't. We, we, we flat out don't. But let's talk about the draft after Darnold because we did start getting some players, although some of the stuff, again, I'm going to have to hate on. As a typical Jeff fan, because I can't explain any of this shit. So Sam Darnold I'm okay with. And like I said, I've become a Sam Darnold fan each and every day now going forward past the draft. I'm all in. Guys, he's our quarterback, right? It's like, hey, if you voted for Hillary, don't cry about it. Trump's your president. Last time I checked, we're all here in the United States of America. Last time I checked, Jeff fans, we're all here rooting for the jersey. So let's go all in, okay, and pump up our boy Sammy D. Now, the second pick 
which is our third round pick, in Nathan Shepard. I love the story. The guy, you know, he's got this whole background, blue-collar kid. I love it. D-tackle out of Fort Hayes State. Uh, you know, I like drafting guys from big, big schools that play in big games. Fort Hayes State, and the guy's 25 years old. And then the MO on him is that Bowles is saying that he thinks he's going to be more ready than people are saying, but a lot of people are saying he's not ready. Well, if you're not ready at 25, why am I drafting you in the third round? Why am I, he's a big bastard. Nathan Shepard is a big, mean bastard. And if they can get him ready and get him on the field, okay, you're going to see Nathan Shepard making some plays. You will. You absolutely will. Just third round, I thought it was a little bit of a reach. I know some people had him marked in the second. So how can you say he's a reach? I don't know, man. It goes back to me. You wait. You pick Sam Donald. You hopefully get your franchise quarterback. You wait all the way to the third round, and you get a guy out of Fort Hayes State who's 25 years old and a D tackle, and you know people are split on if he's ready or not to start. Ah, it, it just that was a little concerning. Next pick, Chris Herndon. Herndon, the tight end from Miami. We need a tight end. Okay, the guy doesn't wow me. I think he'll be serviceable. Okay, Perry Nickerson. You know, there was no way Bulls was going through this draft without drafting a corner. I'm surprised he didn't draft, like, three safeties. Perry Nickerson out of Tulane, he's all right. He's small, though. He's small, 5'10". You know, they say his hands are a little small. Here we go. Here we go. Small hands. But Perry Nickerson, again, Tulane corner. I, you know, if you're going to get a guy, when you get to those later rounds, I want someone who has fallen. Tulane's not a bad school, but you know what? I want somebody who's got, who's got the size, who's got the speed. Give me some, some piece of their game that's just better than third and second rounders when you're picking in the fourth and fifth and sixth. You know, and I don't see that here. I don't see that with this pick, Perry Nickerson. You know, he's going to be a regular, typical nickel guy. Let's see. They say he's he's pretty bad. You know, he's not that great in coverage. He's fast. All right, he's fast. I mean, if you can't cover anyone, what does it matter? And you're 5'10". And I go by the old Bill Parcells, you know, when he used to talk about Ray Mickens. If you're going to be that small, you better be the best. Because if you're, if you're small and you're not the best, then all you are is small. And it's true when it comes to corners. And that's what he used to always say when it came to corners. And D-backs, if you're small, but you're not the best, then all you are is small. And Perry Nickerson's not the best corner. So I don't understand what we're doing. I would have much liked an offensive lineman in that spot. They go, Fatukase. Next, the D-tackle out of UConn, all right. 6'4", 318, the size is there, which goes back to what I'm saying. If you're going to pick that late, if you're going to go with a team a college like a Tulane, a UConn, get guys with size. So they did that. So they did what I wanted them to do the pick before. They get Fularunzo Fatukase. D-tackle UConn, 6'4", 318. Okay, guys, let's face it. Later on in the draft, and even this draft anyway, it's like buying horses. You ever go to a horse auction? Oh, look at this horse. Oh, here's his genetics. Here's the father. Here's the mother of the horse. Oh, look at him. Look at the sway back. 
Look at the legs. All right, you know what? I think he's going to run fast. I think he's going to win some races. He's going to win some horse races. Maybe we get a shot at something good. His lineage says this could be a derby champion, so let me go spend a million dollars on him. That's what this is. This is the NFL draft is. You know, and if you play in bigger schools, at least there's a few more of those horse races you've been in. But guys, when it gets down to the sixth, seventh round, that's all it is. It's, it's, a, it's a horse auction. You know, do they look the part? That's what it is. Last pick, Trenton Cannon from Virginia State running back. Uh, you know, Jet fans think Elijah, Edai Maguire, but faster. You know, so, and there you go. And there you go, that's a draft. If I had to give a grade, everyone's about their draft grades. First of all, let me tell you something. Mel Kuyper has, Mel Kuyper's a joke. You listen to Mel Kuyper about anything. Yeah, he's got no credibility. The whole stories that came out with him getting money, you know, for, for bumping people up in the draft and everything else. I watch the NFL Network. Todd McShay, Rich Eisen, the whole thing. Still challenging Rich, Rich Eisen to a 40-yard dash. We'll get in the suits. I'll beat you, Rich. You suck. Now, uh, with that said, Giants, I give them an A-, minus, honestly, on their draft. Jets, I give maybe a B, just because I don't understand the uh, the Shepard pick. I don't understand the Nickerson pick. You know, the Giants going all the way down. You, you can make a case. They got their first three picks of starters. Their first three picks of starters. I'm looking at the Jets draft right now. Donald's not going to start. Nathan Shepard, they say he's not going to start. Chris Herndon, the tight end from Miami, not going to start. Perry Nickerson, not going to start. Fularonzo Fatukasi, D-tackle, not going to start. Trenton Cannon, running back, not going to start. So the only thing Trenton Cannon may start at is a uh, kick returner. So, you know, I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't really love this draft by the Jets. I can't give them an A. No way. And, you know, I think I just talked myself into probably giving them a C plus after a B. But it all, it's all going to come down to Darnold. This is a Darnold draft. You know, and typical Jets, if they get maybe one other guy out of this, that's somewhat serviceable, fine. You want to run the Nathan Shepard, uh, you know, bandwagon. You want to get on that. Maybe he gives you something. But that's it. I mean, really, look at this. You know, and to do the same thing. So, Jets, again, you know, yeah, let's go C+. Donald, I'm okay with. He's not going to start. Nathan Shepard, Chris Herndon, Perry Nickerson, Fatukasi, and Cannon, all non-starters. So, the entire Jets drafted a bunch of non-starters. The Giants, Barkley is their day one starter at running back. Will Hernandez is their day one starter, probably a left guard. Lorenzo Carter is their day one starter, outside linebacker. Um, you know, B.J. Hill, a D-tackle. R.J. McIntosh later in the draft, a D-tackle. They'll be in the mix. Uh, and Lillette is their third-string quarterback, which they got later in the draft. So, I mean, it, it's it's a no-brainer who won between both those teams, and it kills me. But you know what? It's all about Sammy D. Okay, you got any of that Sunny D? No, I got some of that Sammy D. I'll see you later.